The Fake Show podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio in Las Vegas, Moonshot.com t-shirt designs now with a ton of vintage Vegas creations. We're also brought to you by Mr. Antenna and Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas. Operation Abilene was one of the bloodiest battles of the Vietnam War. Everybody down! Entire company nearly wiped out. We are taking fire. Prayed for a miracle. One came. His name is Pitts. Pitts saved lives. We put him up for the Medal of Honor. But he never got the medal. Justice delayed is justice denied. It's The Fake Show with Jim Tofty. That is actor William Hurt, among others, in scenes from The Last Full Measure, which is now in theaters. William Hurt has been part of so many great films and TV shows over the years, including his Academy Award-winning role in Kiss of the Spider Woman. He also starred in Children of a Lesser God, Body Heat, Broadcast News, of course, the Marvel series of films, and recent TV shows Condor and Goliath, just to name a few. I've got William Hurt on the line right now in Los Angeles. William, welcome, and thanks so much for joining me. Hey, good morning. Congratulations on your latest film, The Last Full Measure, based on a true story, yes? Very true. Absolutely factual, yeah. Because of the fact that, and I've read a little bit about it, but it sounds like a very intriguing story, is the story the thing that kind of drew you to this? Yeah, I mean, the topic of the anonymity of grace has always interested me. But then there's, you know, credit where credit is due interests me too. That's, an, that's a major topic as well. And these, in this particular case, credit for grace took 32 years, but they got it. You know, interesting too about Vietnam, there just seems to be so many stories that have come out of that war. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, it's amazing how, how important it is to me to my generation, and you know, all. I mean, those days, I'll never, I cannot, I'm, it's amazing for me to go through this experience with the film because I reflect the whole entire thing making the movie, and this is one of the great things about being an actor and being able to allow to work on different topics is that you get to reflect on the topic and uh, participate in, in questions. It's a huge thing for us. And I believe that this was the last film that Peter Fonda did? Yeah. Did you have any scenes with him? No, no, but I, I got to hug him. <laughs> Very nice. And the rest of the cast isn't too bad either, is it? It's a great cast. Our hearts are really in this one, you know. I mean, we, we, we all want to say something about, you know, what it meant to us, what Vietnam meant to all of us. And it's very rare for artists to get that chance to kind of sink their teeth into something that means something very, very personal to them. And so I think that's why we all showed up and, and we care about it a lot. You know, your role in Goliath with Billy Bob Thornton is one of the creepier characters that I've ever seen. It must must be fun playing that part. It was. It, it took a lot of work to um, cobble it together. Because uh, initially, when we first started filming, he wasn't scarred, he wasn't the rest of it. But as we worked on it, we realized that he needed to have more reasons for, the, for his behavior. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you literally looked slimy, so good job. <laughs> and now, do you, as far as you know, is there going to be another season of that show? There's supposed to be. I've been talking to Larry Trilling about it. Hopefully we're going to get a chance to you know, have a couple more pops at it. And for sure, another great series you're involved in is Condor, where you play Joe Turner's uncle. And based on Three Days of the Condor, did you see that film with Robert Redford? 
for sure. Yeah, iconic. Yeah, different take on it. Yeah, different take. The first season was it had similarities to the plot of the film and the book, Six Days of the Condor. But uh, now I'm I'm sure it's going to spin off into its own thing. I don't know. You know, I mean, I the thing is that that was such a complex uh, quagmire that the issues that they're allowing to come up. You know, that that that's a really tough one. That that project. I mean, in, in terms of challenging, wonderful. There's no lack of work on television series now, are there? Because there are so many different cable networks that supply these great shows. Well, you've got great shows, and then from an actor's standpoint, one of the problems is you've got so many of them, and they can all take off, and they all have such technical dexterity that they move very fast, technically speaking, but they don't give you much chance to prepare as an actor. So that, that to me, is the conundrum. I mean, to me as an actor, my preparation really is literally quality. So the amount of time you prepare first for the other actors is the degree to which you can drench yourself in the topics, the themes and the conflicts and, you know, character orientation and all the other parts of the craft that will bring it to life. So so there's a a double-edged sword for us. There's a lot of material out there, but whether or not you can satisfy it as an an actor um, in a and completely submerge yourself into the material. That takes an actor time because an actor uses their body, and the body is, you know, the mind of an actor. I can totally understand that because as a viewer of these shows, it's nearly impossible to see most of them. Right, right. You, you can't cover them. You, nobody can do it. I, I mean, I, I turned off TV a long time ago. Now, what I do, but I mean, well, generically, I mean, I, I, what I do is I listen to people you know, opinions I really value very, very much, who have ex- adventurous imaginations and highly developed critical abilities, and I take a recommendation and I'll go and, and hunt down what they recommend. And, uh, Interesting. Talk, uh, but, but, I, but, I, but I still have to have a life. Okay, so here you are, this Juilliard-trained actor, Academy Award winner, and you end up as a hysterical doctor on The King of Queens. How did that role come to you? <laughs> I wanted to be able to say that I wasn't I wasn't turning my back on that kind of thing out of pique. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so also, I had two, I had some, I had, Jerry Stiller was in it, and he's one of my best buddies from when we did Hurley Burley on Broadway together many years before. And um, I said, well, if he can do it, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and his and his son, of course, was involved, and uh, yeah. I just did it because I wanted to be able to say to Jerry, I'm not doing this because I'm a snob. You're right. There you go. Not, I'm not, not doing it because I'm a snob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to work with Jerry Stiller, I... And I failed. <laughs> well, and of course, what is it like for you to be part of this incredible Marvel universe, which has so many rabid fans? You know, it's a, I mean, because it develops, you know, so it's one thing when you're doing the original Hulk, the movie... And then you create this character, General Ross, and I can't, you know I had a wonderful time doing that because I was able to create a soldier whose ego was as big as Hulk's muscles. Yeah. And I felt okay. I want people to see that this guy is less in control of his ego than that, than that superhero is in, is in control of his biceps, and <laughs> <laughs> struggling with the fact that his his ego is is too big for his brain. <laughs> That was a lot of fun for me to play. But then what happens is that when they when they fold it into the, the, the Pantheon, you know, it, it takes different directions. And that's, what's that's very interesting. Because then you, 
you find yourself playing a different character. But before I let you go, I have to I have to say that I know how important it is for you to be uh, so collaborative with the director, and one in particular that comes to mind is Lawrence Kasdan, and someone who who kind of inspires you. With that in mind, did did you guys know what you had when you were filming The Big Chill? We did. We knew what we had because we'd done body heat. Right. We started cobbling together Big Chill while we were working on body. Uh, we would sit in the back of the crew bus going to pick up shots, imagining bits and pieces of it because he started, you know, he started talking to me about it at that time. We kind of invented Nick in the back of that bus. And, no, I mean, that's one of the great collaborative relationships I've ever had in my life. And, and I... Look for William Hurt in the last full measure. And by the way, there's another film coming up, Men of Granite, that looks incredible. And and, uh, it, it was a pleasure talking to you in honor. Thank you, William. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. And by the way, the cast of The Last Full Measure includes Samuel L. Jackson, Diane Ladd, Bradley Whitford, Ed Harris, Michael Imperioli, as we said, the last film of Peter Fonda, and a rare appearance from John Savage, that film now in theaters. And that finishes off this episode of The Fake Show. I hope you enjoyed. I'm Jim Tofty, and I'll see you back here next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com. 